Hey guys, happy Friday. Hope everybody's doing well today. I see us up there now, my friend Joe. Uh, the show before the show, we're starting late, the show before the show, so we're just trying to get people in. It's Pro Joe's fault as usual. It's always, it's always his fault. Every he day. tried to say that he had to use his other hand today because he actually had to have some like allegedly serious... Serious checkup yesterday. We're joking with Projo. We're glad that his health is good. Um, it's Friday, and we can't wait for our show. Did you want to say something, buddy? Oh, I was just going to say, it's like, it was something that I thought was serious, but it's like going in and getting your oil changed. But it affected your other hand. It did. So now you have to... you, you have Yeah, to now I, I'm, I'm left-handed for at least a couple of days. Uh, good morning, Tammy and Angie and Sherry and Lizzie. Um, appreciate you guys jumping in a little bit of the show before the show today. Happy Friday. Hope everybody has uh, a good week. We'll continue to put it out there. Um, but on Monday, we're going to do, we're going to do an AI show. So we're, that's a taped one. And we decided that, so we won't be here live on Monday. So spread the word. We will be back on Tuesday. I can't wait for that segment. We're going to have a cardiologist in studio to answer any of the questions that you want, need. <laughs> Joe laughs. Um, I need a consultation with him. Uh, cardiology coroner, who knows, maybe we'll call it that. But Dr. Vardy, Dr. Gil Vargi, he's a highly respected cardiologist in the St. Louis area. He's going to be in on Tuesday morning. So um, if you have any questions, <laughs> he will do that. Got a lot of questions for those cardiologists these days regarding everything that's happened over the last three years, <coughs> myocarditis and other things, so to speak. Um, anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. So um, we will do that. Also, um, we've got uh, coming up at nine o'clock and uh, we've got, we're going to give most of the hour to Brittany Buckwalter. She is the uncensored medium, the small town medium. She is going to join us today in studio. We'll have that interview for you. Plus at 8.30, coming up in about 30 minutes, we're going to talk with Dr. William Mahoney. He wrote an article on the Missouri miracle, the incorrupted body of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster in Missouri. Her body was exhumed. They were going to move it to a different spot. And when they did, four years later, her body is incorrupted. It looks exactly the same. Uh, the story's going worldwide right now. It's in our backyard. And it makes perfect sense for our Friday free-for-all, paranormal, conspiracy theory, anything goes Friday. Um, we got a lot to get to. Like, subscribe, share the show. We'll get it started right now. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle. Lizzie Sparks alongside. I really don't know if Eric's showing up today or not. It's part of the uh, the intrigue of the show. Ooh, no. He was sick. Eric doesn't communicate with us. No, he was really sick. He did communicate with us. He me. doesn't communicate with us. I spoke to Eric Stop yesterday. Stop lying. No. <laughs> <laughs> Eric was at about a C minus. Uh, Poor thing. Up from an F 
That was last night at about 5 o'clock. I hope he feels better. Uh, Even yeah. the span practice. All kidding apparently. aside, I hope he feels better. So I told him, I said, don't worry about coming in if you don't. We don't need to get sick. We don't need no, to get No, we don't want that, I Eric. said, we've got a guest for the entire 9 o'clock hour. Uh, the last time we had a Weedium on, uh, it was very popular. You will you guys will really, 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 really like Brittany Buckwalter. Um, she's traveling the country. Good luck if you're into that kind of stuff, getting a reading with her. She's booked for a long time. (laughs) I loved having Brittany in. She seems like such a sweet person on top of everything else. So we'll have that going on during the 9 o'clock hour. Coming up at 8.30, Dr. William Mahoney talking about the Missouri Miracle. Uh, Another great story for a Friday. That's for sure. Uh, So we welcome you in. Like, subscribe, share the show. If you want to donate to the show, we appreciate it. You help us continue to go on. If you know advertisers, if you know people that want to get involved with us, heck, we're, we're looking for somebody to sponsor the studio. You can put your name on our studio. Exactly. The naming rights. That would be awesome. Could Starting at $1 million. Dollars. Just like we have the Carroll House Lounge. <laughs> yes. It could be the XXX Your Business. Cancel this studio. Um, so we appreciate everybody jumping in today. We will get into some news headlines. Um, I thought it was interesting because anyway, 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 I, I didn't. You knew this was coming down the pipeline, and we start today with the Tabs take because the founder of the Oath Keeper sentenced to 18 years uh, for his role in January 6th, and we all know what January 6th was. It was it was a it was a charade. It was planned. It was put together, and it's unfortunate that there were people who were not smart enough to stay away. And now they got themselves in trouble. Well, we will disagree with that for sure. Because we, we should have all been there. They should have all been there. I wish to God every day that I would have been there. They should not have been in the Capitol. They sh- you know what? They opened the gates. Don't say that, my they friend. They opened the gates. And for some of these people, Vic, they opened the gates. We see this in a lot of the video that's been released. They opened the gates. They opened the door. Those doors are magnetic. Uh, these people did not force their way in. They opened the doors. Anyway, we had Stuart Rhodes. This is, uh, I am so horrified by this. Me too. I'm so upset about this. Stuart Rhodes. Me too. Stuart Rhodes, 18 years, founder, leader of Oath Keepers. A hero, quite honestly. Yes. Because look at what all he and the Oath Keepers did during all of the riots across this country. Riots. Yes. Remember what riots I, are? I, I do. I the absolutely riots do. In which people uh, now you're talking. People died. Now you're talking. People died in riots. Correct. Uh, thousands of businesses burned down. Millions of people uh, lost money when their business yes, burned down. Yes, they sure did. Or I should absolutely. say, lots of people lost millions of dollars. Anyway, over five hundred billion dollars in the end throughout these riots since two thousand and twelve have been lost. It, it, it makes me sick. And here we have Stuart Rhodes, eighteen years. His second oath keeper member, Kelly Meggs, she was the leader of the Florida contingent, 12 years. I, I can't, it actually wants to make years. me cry. Because, Tab, if you and I were there, we would be in jail because we would have gone in. Because if a police officer had told us. If they us, open the door yes. and say, come on in, and we saw the video, these people were not violent. Yes, there were a couple people that were violent, and there were people there who did things they shouldn't have Abs- done. And they should be in trouble. They should. But Stuart Rhodes and his part. In the what happened on January 6th was them planning a peaceful protest. Yes. They planned a peaceful protest that was 99% peaceful. peaceful. Yes. 99% peaceful. And he gets charged with seditious, seditious conspiracy, as did Kelly Meggs. Seditious conspiracy. We haven't used that charge against someone since the 1800s. Can you believe this? It's not right. 
It's and, absolutely not right. And this could right. have been any of us. It and, sure could have been. And here we have we have the Democrat regime staging a coup. And that's what it was. It was yes, a coup. Absolutely. When you when you falsify elections and you do the things that they did to make sure their their regime stays in power, that's called Did a we coup. have proof of falsification of elections? Absolutely so. Okay. Is what proof? Well, because we have several I, counties that were when they did the forensic audits that were overturned. Uh, not we, not not several. You know, there were several. Go back and look. There were several. There were several. Fact, and, and almost every county they went back and did. And a not where it audit, makes a difference, overturned. though. That's what stinks. Because it'll never make a difference, Vic. That's it, what it the will never is. make a difference. There's no doubt in my mind. There is major issues. And we with saw voting. two thousand mules. At least <clears throat> I, I, most of us, I think, yes. did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but, I mean, we know, we know this was a coup. It was. It wasn't just cheating. It was a coup to get a regime, which is the People's Party out of the White House so they could usher back in the Democrat regime, which has ruled since JFK. Absolutely. And and this goes to show that we in America, we are no different than any other country, that when you stand up and you fight for your country, and by fighting, I mean going into Washington, D.C., singing kumbaya songs. Not going into a Capitol. flag when the doors were open for them. The people, if, if you- Here's the problem. Not no all the doors, in. not all the doors were open. We have video, we have video of doors being opened. Yes, as we focused on this show before anybody else in the world with the shaman. There's a reason the shaman was released from prison early. Exactly. Because there is video that proves he was walked around by Capitol Police. But the Capitol the Police problem, is who let most people in. They the problem, absolutely did. The problem is he did do some time. And the other problem is you can't, if you quote, are going to say, well, they told me I could come in. No, that doesn't. I hate what's going on with January 6th. We've talked about this a million times. But the bottom line is you can't go in if it's wrong. And if somebody says, hey, come in, come in. And we don't have any video of them saying, come in, come in. But there is video of them. them. No, there is video video of them. I thought we had video of them opening the doors. There are videos of them opening the doors. There are videos of them opening the gates and waving them in. And telling them to come in. We have photos. What do you really think is going to happen? We have photos of Capitol Police officers taking photos of them. Yeah, we do have that. Because there's a lot of people out there who aren't all that We just got to be, I'm sorry, you got to be smart. And they think they have the right to go in. I don't think they did it. You just said the people from January 6th were not that intelligent to not I didn't say that. Yes, I said that did. there's a lot of people who get the mob mentality. They see other people going in. That's why and they're not going to sit there mentality. and think, well, I can't go in. Well, I agree with they you. Did. I agree with you saying that people are unintelligent and they don't know that they can't go in and they get the mob mentality. And it's not because they're stupid people by any means. Some of these were very intelligent people, but it's that I believe they, this was planned, Tabitha. It was bad. Of course it, it was, was planned. planned. But sure. you've got, of course it was you've planned. Got we saw to, Antifa there. We know there were bad actors there. But I knew they, it was bad when I saw people going in. I was like, I, did I I think it would be 18 years bad. Hell no. No, no. And the guy that put his feet up on the desk of Nancy Pelosi, he got four years. But here's what I want to read to you guys. This is the statement from Judge Maida who sentenced Rhodes, and who sentenced Megs. And this is really crazy to me. He says, we absolutely cannot have, what we absolutely cannot have is a group of citizens who, because they did not like the outcome of an election, who did not believe the law was followed as it should forment, as it should be, should forment revolution. So this was from District Judge Amit Mehta. And this is before he handed down the sentence to Rhodes. He said, I dare say, Mr. Rhodes, and I never have said this to anyone. I have sentenced you. This, Sorry, I'm not reading this right because it's not making sense. He said, and I have, I never have said this to anyone. I have sentenced 
you pose an ongoing threat in peril to our democracy and the fabric of this country. That is that is BS. He said, I dare say we all now hold our collective breaths when an election is approaching. Will we have another January 6th again? That remains to be seen. Well, no, you know what? He's basically telling you, he's telling us, the people, that, hey, if you follow in this guy's footsteps, if you go to Washington, D.C., if you protest, even if you're being peaceful, you will still be held for seditious conspiracy. You could spend the rest of your life in prison. What? For peace? For peaceful? The night. Now, you know, you what know. What are you talking about peaceful? This you was a go, peaceful no. protest. When it was, it was outside. When it was, when it was outside. 99% of the Tabitha, people when it on was January outside. Were peaceful. Yeah, when it even was outside, inside, it was even when they were inside, it was peaceful. We see the video. We have Capitol yes. Police officers walking these people around. Tabitha, if you break it a law. It was peaceful. I'm just telling you, if you break a law. That's and, right. We'll agree to me, disagree. Oh, let me finish. When you go into a place illegally... You can walk around illegally, quote, peacefully, but when you break the law, the peace ends. That's simple. That's simple law. No, that's we called double-edged sword. Because we don't if agree. You're- now, we don't agree with it, and it's wrong. And yes, there's a double standard with other Democrat people who were in the show. I mean, Stephen Colbert was brought up in our chat line. I get it. Most what people sucks. didn't know that day that they could not enter. And let and when it they be did a go lesson. In, they were peaceful. And let it be a le- exactly. And how many people went and in? And it has to be a lesson moving forward. You cannot yeah, get it's set lesson, up right. and, let, and 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 do things. You cannot get set yeah, but, up. It boils but down to their can. political party. I mean, like what you're saying. It, it's a double-edged sword because you know what? You can go out right now and go burn the 7-Eleven down in St. Louis City. And get uh, nothing. And get nothing. You can go to Minneapolis well, and burn the entire town down and it, kill 50 now people. Now, that's not true. If you burn it down at night while riots are going on and nobody knows in the cover of darkness who did it, then you get away with but, it. I know, because it's so funny how the FBI, they can identify everybody through facial recognition and January 6th. But all these Correct. riots all across the country where people vandalized and uh, and shot people, they have no idea who those with people were. Of, I agree with 90% of They have no idea who those people were. Um, and you, and you can never take January 6th and what is being done even remotely serious until Ray Epps is found. Exactly. And, so, and that's exactly, exactly Vic. right, Vic. That's exactly right. But I just don't feel as if we should always give a free pass to everybody who went into the Capitol. I'm sorry. I, I, I know we agree to disagree. And I will disagree. I, and we will always disagree on that fact. Because, you know, if, if somebody was violent, if you're fighting with police officers, if you're being violent and you're inside the Capitol building, you forced your way in, you were breaking glass, then yes, you should absolutely be charged. No question about it. Because because we know, as conservatives, as humans, you don't do that. But when you see the video of people in January 6th, and they were in the Capitol building, mm-hmm. for, for the longest time, they were actually walking in a straight line down the carpet between the ropes. And at yeah. some point, the, the Capitol Police removed the ropes, and people were wandering around. We didn't see craziness inside the there Capitol. Was no, Not inside. There was no vandalism. Right. None. Some of these people were sitting on the floor and the Capitol Police came in well, and said, are you okay? Well, technically, they can call vandalism sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office with your feet on a table. Yes. You can call now, that, that guy, vandalism. He did take, legally. He also did take Nancy Pelosi's placard. That is. Yes. And so yes. that I, that That's one theft. I understand. And he I was in too. her private office. That I understand. You know that Nancy's Pelosi, Pelosi's office, that's not a public location. And, and so that one I understand a little bit more. But this is not seditious conspiracy it's not 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 seditious conspiracy these oath keepers you know how many businesses they save during these riots their goal is to 
help people. Well, the government help. doesn't care. No, of this administration they don't care. doesn't care. We already They're know. They're veterans. Oath keepers are veterans and police officers, firemen. It just it, they are us. It makes me sick because all of this is aimed at us. They're telling us. However, the next election turns out, whether we cheat or not, you better not do anything about it, Vic. Because if you do, guess what? You're going to go to prison for not 18 cheating. Years. No, not it's a not threat. not it's cheating. An threat. No, not, you're adding a little bit. To I'm it. not adding. I don't even think the oath keepers guy even went into the Capitol building. They were upset with him because he planned. He was part he of the planning. It. Right. He wasn't in there, from it, what I understand. Ninety nine over what over a million people were there that day. It was a beautiful sight. How many went into the Capitol building? Very few. Very few. Probably yeah, less many. than a hundred. Yeah. I would imagine. Oh, it makes me so mad. And I have and, so and many friends have, that I, were there. I am so mad about this. I couldn't even hardly read the judge's statement. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it on my way. This is the problem. Ugh, People so will try to set you up in life. That's true. And if you take the bait, you'll pay a price. And it, and it can happen. <laughs> and then As you, you know. <laughs> and then you learn. And then you learn. And then you have to move on. That's why I don't have lots of empathy for people who go into places and you shouldn't know you just don't walk into the capitol i'm sorry even oh come in yeah you guys were throwing a big party outside come on into our united states capitol i i know i mean maybe it's just common knowledge for me and it's not common knowledge for other people but that is such a big no-no i know you're right when it comes to that it it was definitely a setup we know it was a setup we know they lured those people in they withheld the video for for what two years three years i mean because they don't want us to see what really happened in there and how peaceful it was right and the longer they hold the video and the some better. of us saw it you know before yes, they they took it off the platforms mm-hmm. but but vic you know what we at the same time as much as i agree with you that they were set up and that when those people went in it was a huge mistake because it was a setup at the same time, we can't let that hold us back because no, that's what they want. I'm not saying that. I, know, I I don't want people to think, well, if, if we're cheated out of the next election, if another coup takes place, we can't go to Washington, D.C. and peacefully protest. You know, because if you do, you're going to get on a watch list or you're going to be arrested. We have to do what we have to do to save our country. So we'll see if he actually has to go to jail for 18 like years. I, I, don't I don't know see, if you can tell. I don't so see mad. any way possible, any way possible, Ugh. any way possible that he spends 18 years in prison. Well, it gets a, usually you spend what, a a little bit less than half. Yes. But still. Well, and long enough that they forget that people around here forget what they've done to the American people. They're just going to let time go by so that people go, oh, it's no big deal. But I still, but if with him not be in the Capitol, I still don't know what he did wrong. I'm sorry. He was the he, he was the, the planner. He was yeah. one of the planners. But he one didn't, of many. But he didn't plan for people. He did not plan for to people. go inside Absolutely the Capitol. Not. That's my issue. Absolutely not. Um, my issue is the fact that he didn't. What did he do illegally? I need to see where that can be proven. He is a hero. Is what that he, is. he did something wrong. That's where I'm kind of in and out of the conversation. I agree with some. Don't agree with other. This guy should not have a day a prison sentence of a day for planning a rally <laughs> outside, not inside of you a Capitol. Can't, as a planner of a peaceful protest, you cannot, or, or, well, let's, let's think, look at it this way. I'm not going to say you can't. Should that person be held responsible? So should we look at all the churches that planned the protest that ended up being violent? Right. Mm-hmm. Where, uh-huh. Why aren't they being charged with seditious conspiracy? Or why aren't they being charged with homicide? Remember whenever we had that group of folks that took over, Antifa folks that took over that area in Seattle? 
Oh, yes. Ch- the Chaz uh, zone months, or something months, like that. Yes. Two people were killed in there. No one has ever been arrested. No one. No one has ever spent a day in jail over the taking over of that. Yeah, but those weren't. Burning down yeah. the police department. That's Why? A di- that's because a, they're that's not, not an apples to apples. And I agree with you, but that's not an apples to apples comparison. It's not, but it's just, it's it not. shows the double-edged sword that goes on in this uh, country. The double standards that happen in this country, where if you're a conservative, you're going to go to prison uh, for stepping in the wrong direction. Well, people should be pissed off that that guy got that that kind of a sentence. We'll see where. And it goes. I know, and I've. It's one of those. I don't. I try not to get emotional about different things because then I'm shaking and I can't right. talk or read and I can't get my thoughts together. But this is one of those moments. This is one of those moments I love it. for sure. Where I it just is down. not right. Aaron said Fox 2's Vic Faust showed up this morning. He's here sometimes, Aaron. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Deep down, he's not That's in there. That's awesome. Well, and, and <laughs> on it the was planned. I had my plane tickets with a friend. To Don't go. worry, Todd. The median's coming in at nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm as mad as you. I had my plane tickets to go that day. I was going to go get a phone call from a friend that worked in Homeland Security, and he told me, "If you go, you will be arrested because of what you are and how loud you are about it. Because they are setting them up. They're putting fences up." So he told me ahead of time, "This is what was going to happen." It was like mm-hmm. less than 10 days, or I'm sorry, less than 10 minutes before I was supposed to get on the flight. And so, yes, it was a setup. I agree with you, Vic, that, you know, people who shouldn't have been in the Capitol went this. in. But in the same token, I'm more with you, Tabitha, because that could have been me. That could have been you. Because, I almost went. We, yeah. In fact, we had all know. talked we about have, going. We have just, we have hammered this subject. I know. A we long have. We have. time. We, we have hammered it. I mean, it, this is just the latest, and that's it, what happened. It is. And but, it's, just, it's just upsetting, because it, this goes into the next election, right, Vic? Well, 2024 maybe. coming up. Don't go into the Capitol. Lesson learned. End of story. And we already know. Stay outside. I'm, I'm assuming you read Mayorkas' latest warning from Homeland Security. Yeah, I mean... Yes. <sighs> That now we have to, they're warning that there could be attacks and violence ahead of the 2024 election. I mean, who, and, and you know that's aimed at us. Yeah, who do we ever is. attack? Well, it's aimed at, I'll leave it there. Yes. Yes. Just us. There you go. Us. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, this is Cancel This, Cancel This Show.com. By the way, I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe's in the house. If, 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 and I love this, okay, Ron DeSantis is getting a little bit more crafty and his team's getting a little bit more crafty uh, regarding this whole situation, regarding the Oath Keeper and January 6th and Donald Trump's alleged role in that and other issues. How about Ron DeSantis? What does he say? This is so clever to me. He says, listen, I'll pardon Trump. I'll pardon Trump and I'll also take care of the other people who've been victimized by weaponization if I'm president. I mean, if that's not a stick uh, to Donald Trump without saying something nasty, what a great, he's like, listen, if I'm president, I'll, I'll take care of all of Donald's problems. I'll take care of the people. It was a great quote, great quote. I'll take care of those people. Like your oath keeper oh, yeah. hero. And he specifically mentioned him and as I well. I like that. And mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, that's pretty good. And then what else does DeSantis come out and say yesterday? Quote, I think a lot of what he's doing is showing everyone that he understands. He's This is DeSantis talking about Trump. I think a lot of what he is doing is showing everyone that he understands that I've got a good chance to beat him because he doesn't criticize anybody else now. 
He only criticizes me. Ron DeSantis firing shots back. And what I still what I still say, he's not going, he's not taking shots below the belt, but he's bringing up and using what Donald has done and said about him. Hey, he's he's down on the mat. DeSantis is sitting it. on the mat, but I'm telling you, here it comes. Here it comes. DeSantis is a military man. He's not going to sit back and take it forever. Um, He's a strong man. Ding, ding, no ding. question about Let's it. Let's get it on. But I don't want to see the. Nobody the two wants of them. to see it. But that's, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Trump attack DeSantis. It's life. I don't want to see a ta- a DeSantis a truck attack Trump. I don't want to see this happen. They are both on the same side, aren't they? Or maybe are they not? To be. Where's or Miles? Maybe are they Mills not? Lane. Let's get it on. He was my fight referee in the middle. <laughs> it's on, baby. It is on. And Ron DeSantis, in my humble opinion, couldn't have come up with better quotes in the same day than what he did yesterday. And this comes on the heels of the caucus. <laughs> the Iowa caucus uh, percentages had Trump over 60%. DeSantis down like low 20, like 20. And then everybody else scurrying for the the little leftovers off the main table for the, give me some of that, give me some of that. I want to get my name known. I shouldn't be running for president, but I want to get my name known. Boom, boom, boom. The heavyweight UFC title fight has begun and it's going to be a two-year battle. We all believe that it's Donald Trump's for the taking. Easy, easy, easy. But this is not, I repeat, not going to be some pretty tied up with a bow oh i'll pat you on the back and everything else uh it's going to be a bloodbath boom let's get it on and that's what desantis did yesterday he announced to the country listen i'm not going to sit back and take everything but i'm going to fight in a different manner than what donald trump is and that's the only way he can fight are little shots like that interesting stuff coming from ron desantis for sure uh, Pam says, good morning from Ohio. We appreciate everybody jumping in for cancel this, cancel this show.com. So um, Carlene says, well, just look at who's supporting them. It's the warmongers. And you're 100% right. No doubt about that. Paul says, Trump will be indicted twice before the primaries. That's their strategy. Keep it fresh in everyone's mind that the guy that they want to vote for is corrupt. Yeah, we all know this is going to happen. This is why the left has kept these quote fake charges these trumped up charges going because they don't want him in office which is why you should think maybe he's the exact guy we want in office because no politician in the history of this country has endured more than donald trump not even allowed one day on the job before the press started attacking why well that's because as he said i'm standing in between them coming at you He's like, they're not coming at me. They're coming at you. And I'm standing right in between. Donald Trump's ready for the fight. But as we've said, we've told our Democratic listeners on the show before. Well, of course, don't be dumb. Don't be naive. Don't be silly and stupid and any other word you can be. You know, this goes all the way back to the Russian hoax, but you don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about the lies. You only want to talk about the new lies, the new allegations, the new um, brags and everybody else going at it because guess what the whole brag situation brags another shift he's exactly another shift let's trump up something let's make something up let's create a problem let's create some fire and throw it at donald because he can't handle it and that's what's going to happen and we're right there um by the way um we've got our guest dr 
William Mahoney coming up here in about four or five minutes. But before we do that, because it is a Friday, uh, Joe, can we go through some of the fun facts of a Friday? Because it is a free-for-all, paranormal Friday. Also, by the way, Target has now lost $9 billion. I want to get that update out there. $9 billion since April 30th. And don't look now, but guess what? Where there was smoke, there was fire. Guess what Target was doing? Oh, yeah, Target had joined our organizations to do things quietly in schools. Remember how we talked about kids not having to tell their parents about getting information regarding, quote, sex changes and gender reassignment surgery and blockers and getting the education for it? Um, yeah, well, guess what? Uh, GLSEN leads this movement in creating the affirming and anti-racist, quote, spaces for LGBTQIA plus students. And they said they were proud of it. Well, guess who they're sponsored by? Target. Target. <laughs> wow. We continue to support their mission, the Target Corporation. That's what they said about GLSEN in the midst of everything. Guess what? $9 billion and counting. Target. <laughs> making things worse for themselves, not learning from Bud Light, which is very, very scary. It's almost as if they don't care if they lose the money. They're defiant in their mission to let kids get all up in transgender issues over and over and over again. Jerry says Target lost $9 billion, Vic, plus their stock has dropped 32%. If you're not for kids learning all about transgender and thinking that it's some sort of positive thing to have gender reassignment surgery as an 18-year-old and younger, don't shop at Target. Say enough is enough. Look what Bud Light's doing. Bud Light has been massively destroyed, massively destroyed over this whole situation to the fact that they are buying beer back from wholesalers and giving their beer away free, which now people won't even drink. Just remember that. <laughs> That's what has happened. Uh, this is cancel this cancel this show.com. You know what we do on Friday. Um, we have our free for all paranormal Friday. We continue to bring you all the updates, all the shows that we can. Um, Tabitha's into the mediums. I'm not. Um, we Lizzie's kind of in the middle. <laughs> is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. I've not. She's ever... coming up at nine o'clock. Yeah, I, I'm in the middle. Um, I, uh, but it was, but you know, anyway. Um, but we try to do things fair and we give everybody a voice with that being said. Um, oh, by the way, Kimberly says, guys, Bud Light down $15 billion That's as of this crazy, morning. That's crazy, isn't it? It is. I knew, I knew woke, that the broke. conservatives were going to fight with their money, but I really didn't realize it was going to be this bad. Conservatives, you have a voice, you have action, you have power in your action. Silent majority is what Tabitha calls it. Eric calls it the sleeping giant. Also, what's interesting too, gosh, there was another fact of this uh, before we get to Dr. William Mahoney about this Missouri miracle, the incorrupted body of a, uh, of uh, basically, I'll, I'll call her a saint. She should be a saint by now. After this, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines, who we know, major partners with Target and supposedly Christian, as we know. Their silence is deafening. I could not agree with you anymore. There are those times in life where money comes in between you and your faith, and then all of a sudden, you're going to have to decide who you are. Chip and Joanna Gaines, you are on the clock and have been on the clock. Well said. Great point, Aaron Bland, for bringing that up. Okay. 
Uh, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. Please like subscribe, share the show. I'm Vic Faust with tab of the hassle. Lizzie Sparks running the chat line on at least three platforms. Pro Joe making us look and sound as good as we can from an engineering standpoint. Eric is sick today. Uh, he needs to rest up anyway. He's got four days at Lake of the Ozarks and uh, they have no shows without Eric. That's right. So that's why I told Eric, stay at home. That's All is good in this situation. Okay, we have a story out of Missouri starting to make national and world headlines. And to talk more about this story, we bring in Dr. William Mahoney, who wrote a story about this. We're talking about Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster, and she was buried four years ago. And the, the, the women there were wanting to move her body. So they were moving it to a different place. Well, when they dug her up to have this body moved, there sat her body looking exactly like it did four years ago. Uh, this has to be a miracle, right, Dr. Mahoney? I mean, I, I don't know any other way to see it. it. What's so amazing about this is she wasn't embalmed and she was put in just a very simple wooden coffin in her habit. And she was buried, like you said, for four years. And they were they were digging her up. They exhumed her body so they could put it in a new altar. They're building a St. Joseph altar. And when they dug her up, she's incorrupt. And, and the uh, habit she was wearing. So the lining of the coffin around it was completely rotten, deteriorated. But her habit was in perfect condition, her face and everything. So, I mean... That doesn't normally happen. Skeletization usually happens within three weeks to three years, especially under those conditions where you're not embalmed. And, uh, you know, Missouri summers as well during the warm warm season and a very simple coffin. I, I don't know how else to understand it, but being miraculous. I, we're showing pictures of um, Sister Wilhelmina right now, uh, this African-American sister who just is um, – uh, it's a remarkable story, and we need these, and I'm so grateful that God gave us this. It gave me chills when I first saw the story. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have people that get all caught up in paranormal stuff, and oh, there's spirits out there, and oh my God, okay. is uh, there's nothing more obvious than this right here that's right in front of your eyes that is a true miracle, not one that you're guessing about, and oh, well, I think it's this, and I think it's that but sitting right in front of your eyes. Um, do you think that she'll become a saint? Well, I mean, technically, I would imagine she already is a saint. If, yeah, if great point. Become a, if she'll become a canonized saint. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there will definitely be a process launched. I know that the former bishop, the bishop, one of the bishop emeritus is there, has already visited. I know Bishop Athanasius Schneider has visited already. So the word's going to spread, and I'm sure a cause will be open for her, um, whether or not the current Vatican will move forward and canonize her, or be first beatify her and then canonize her. It's, that's anybody's guess. I mean, I think they, they should. I think they should look very hard into it, and I hope she does, but we'll see. One of the best things that I think that this offers is um, in science, and I'm a big believer in science, Sure. And, and science backs faith, which is amazing. And it backs the whole story that we have. Guess what? This would be so easily uh, proven to be fake or to be proven that it's not real if it were. And there are no detractors because it's true. Everyday Americans, we look for miracles every day. We look for things. We look for signs of God. And here we have one sitting right before us. I'm kind of amazed and I know our society 
for a large part, has turned its back on God. But um, I'm amazed that it's not even getting larger um, attention at this point in time. I think, you know, I'm, I, it's not in the best interest of the Marxist media, mainstream media, to, to cover something like this because it sort of destroys their narrative. So I can see why big media outlets might not be very quick to pick it up. But hopefully if enough noise is made from the smaller media outlets picking this up, they won't have a choice but to face it. So and then they'll have to talk about it. And that, that would be awesome. Can you explain again? I just looked at one of our comments. Um, she said, why did they open the coffin? That's rude. Um, it was because they were moving her body to a new location. Could you explain that please? That's a common thing to do. It's called translation of something, a translation of a body. That's a very common thing to do in the early church when, uh, Constantine uh, passed the Edict of Milan in 313, and then Catholicism became the prefer- finally became the preferred religion of the empire. It was very common when they were building churches to exhume bodies and translate them from, especially the catacombs, a lot of the martyrs there, and put them in churches. It was it's very common to put them in altars. I've uh, I lived in Rome. I studied in Rome, so I've seen many, many, many um, body skeletons of early martyrs in altars and side altars with glass displays. Um, and so on. So the, the you know, the, the, the church has always ha- had relics. You know, there's a first-class relic, second-class relics, third-class relics. The first-class being the body itself, second-class being something that the person wore, like clothes, and a third-class relic being something you touch to the body. So if you have a scapular, for example, and you touch it to a saint's body, that becomes a third-class relic, which is actually what's going on now with Sister Wilhelmina, because they have her on display, and the note there says... Uh, you know, don't touch her, don't disturb anything, but feel free to touch objects to her. So that's to make third class relics. I think it's fascinating. Whenever we have these incorruptibles, obviously being saints, and they take them from city to city, and they kind of go on a little bit of a tour. And it's an honor to be involved in, in that procession at all. And it's so interesting to me. And this is the first African American incorruptible. Is that correct? Uh, yes, as far as I know, that's correct. I was wondering if national media didn't cover that as well. I didn't know, and I'm not looking for an issue, and I'm not looking for a problem. But I thought that it brought even more, or should have brought more attention, and continue to bring more attention, because you have a Catholic African-American sister who wanted to do this from the time that she was 13 years old, even wrote letters about seeing Jesus and wanting to be close uh, and be his bride, so to speak, in this manner. I mean, I can't think of a more beautiful, sweet story than this one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's true. I mean, you have this you have this African American woman from a young age. She's she be, she's just always wanted to do this, and then she started this thing. She loved the traditional Latin mass, so she she was with one order, and then joined, started this new order to do the traditional Latin mass uh, under the auspices of the priestly fraternity of saint peter so she loves catholic tradition i mean it's just the story has so much to it and I she's would. from st louis and our and show yeah she born and raised in st louis missouri in our backyard which even yeah. brought more attention or should be bringing more attention yes. yet guess what not one local tv news network has done a story on this and i found one very very inept story done by a kansas city station Yet this miracle, this true miracle, not a guesstimation of a miracle or, or I think it's this, right? I have feelings about that, but a true miracle sitting right in front of you. 
and there's non-coverage of it, as we've talked about, uh, and you already explained why. Can you give a background um, of other, if you, and I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot with this, That's of okay. other um, incorrupt bodies that have been found in recent times, if you had that knowledge outside of uh, Sister Wilhelmina? The most recent I know of is, uh, is let's see, would be uh, Bernadette of Lourdes is the most recent. So this is, we're talking about mid to later 1800s. Um, she's in, I believe in Nivelle in France. I've not seen her in person. I've only seen pictures, but I have had friends who have visited her. And one of my friends, Michael, he said uh, she literally looked like she was sleeping. My, step, my stepfather was, was it, it's amazing to me, but he was given the honor of carrying Sister Bernadette when she came through the St. Louis area. Oh, wow. He That's was awesome. one of the people that was able to carry her, That's neat. her glass coffin as she moved around from area to area. That is a great story. It, it was. What about um, taking from this story? Uh, speaking um, with Dr. William Mahoney, um, what do you think people um, should take from this? And we're looking at the pictures now. We'll show those pictures again of this woman um, because um, I, there's really, when you actually break this stuff down, you really can't come up with ways of why, of why somebody looks like this. And it's not happening to anybody anywhere except this woman. And you already brought the other one back to Lords. I mean, this is fascinating, overwhelming evidence. I think the biggest takeaway is one: it's a it's a conf confirmation of what you believe. And if you don't believe, you should be thinking very strongly about believing because of a confirmation like this to believers. That's number one. And number two, I think the most important thing to take away from it is on the one hand to honor this woman and but more importantly see how much you can imitate her her biggest devotion was to the rosary she's called sister wilhelmina of the most holy rosary amen so i think the take i think the biggest takeaway is do it do what she did i mean the, the, the point of raising up a saint is to give us a role model so that we can have someone to imitate how this person like saint paul said follow me as i follow christ she followed christ so she's a great example of how to follow christ well, it gives me chills talking about that, um, and I think it also puts it in perspective. Um, this doesn't happen every day. This doesn't happen every five years, ten years, uh, this uh, hundred years. No, I'm just it's 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 a remarkable feat. I was so happy to see this come through, um, and if anything, it's a sign of what is possible, what is there. And of course, this woman, because when you go back and look at who she was and how she was and where she grew up and her devotion to Jesus from an early age, African-American woman in the city of St. Louis, uh, all about her Catholic faith, and there she sits and corrupted and uh, could be canonized, as you just talked about as well, which is just remarkable and certainly fits what we tried to do Um uh, on Fridays. Any other things you want to let our audience and viewers know while we're here? Uh, no, the, just, 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 I think the biggest thing is look into her and just try to imitate her as best you can and realize that even here in America, we can become saints. <laughs> so no matter how bad the culture is and everything's falling apart around us, you can still, you can still follow God and you can still become a saint and he can clearly work miracles as this shows.
Uh, Dr. William Mahoney. Hey, bud, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We'll, Thanks, we'll, we'll catch back up with you. And um, once again, how can people learn more about you and or check out some of your material? Well, just go to Church Militant's website. And if you look at any one of my articles like this one on Sister, my uh, our names are clickable. So you can click on the link uh, to my name and it'll show you all the stories I've done. You can watch uh, the download. I'm on that a couple of times a week and just other stuff Church Militant puts out. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we can even be saints in America. <laughs> I loved how he said that. And that's Dr. True. William Mahoney. I like the name Church Militants. I awesome. Too. Awesome. I mean, what a, um, just remember the media and people who support all these quote African-American causes and, oh, I'm for reparations and I'm for, where is everybody yelling and screaming about what God has done with this African-American woman? Where is the outcry for the miracles? Where is everything um, regarding this amazing? I mean, there's nothing more um, incredible that we could even talk about today than this, unless people just get so like, I'm just beat down, whatever. I don't believe in miracles. I don't believe in this anymore. Um, I'd rather believe in stuff I can't see. And then you have something sitting right in front of you that's an actual miracle. And that's what Dr. Mahoney's saying that with a lot of people are hopeless right now. And he ended up saying here, even in corrupt America, there's hope and there's something good. And it shows the signs of God. Oh, Mary Jo Williams even just said, um, also from another article, she had mold on her face. So they had yes. to clean it because there was a Oh, crack. right. I did read that. They even had it. And yet her body still like it was when it went into the earth four years ago. Yeah, because some water had seeped in, and it wasn't the best conditions. It was a very basic wooden coffin, and it is a miracle that, that she was found, like you, as you say, incorrupt. Jeannie says um, NAACP won't acknowledge it. You know, well, of BLM not. won't acknowledge it. Um, we can't City talk about St. religion. Louis Come on. Won't acknowledge it. Um, anybody from the city of St. Louis politicians won't acknowledge it. Um, it is interesting because people will show you who they are, like I said before, and they'll jump on certain things, but they won't jump on other things. Specifically, there's people on this chat line who will jump on certain things for black race, but not when it comes to God, which is very interesting. People show you who they are again. Uh, once again, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Uh, Pro Joe's running the boards. Lizzie Sparks taking care of all of the chat lines. Tabitha Hassel is here. I'm Vic Faust. Eric Johnson is sick today. By the way, coming up on Monday, uh, we're going to do a rerun show, our Artificial Intelligence AI show, which was super popular because we wanted to reset the stage because we are going to be doing a follow-up AI show. And it's something that we've talked about continuing because it's a continuing education because AI, if AI is advancing every second, damn, we need to be advancing and trying to follow as much as we can uh, to keep everything going with you. Um, we appreciate everything that you guys are joining with us. Check out all of our partners or sponsors as always. Okay. How about some fun here? Because it is a Friday. Things that are wild, things that you may not know. All right, here we go. Check out some of these things in life. Joe will pop it up. He'll go from slide to slide so that we can just remember. And it kind of goes to show you how people think about things. <laughs> the doctor who discovered that the hand washing method, which preventing the spread of disease. Yeah, he was thrown in a mental institution for that crazy idea. Oh, wow. I did not know that. 
That's that's the doctor who discovered the hand washing method prevented the spread of disease. I wonder when that was. Joe, you can keep them up until you go to the next pick, if that's all right, bud. Um, Yeah. Was thrown in a mental institution for his crazy ideas. We've all thought about things that we say. It's like, people think I'm crazy, but come on, this is clear. We've all dealt with those sorts of situations. Um, Yeah. Fantastic. Joe, next. Or unless you have something you wanted to add to that. Joe, you're not on. It's just weird, and and I, I have one hand, so I'm a little slow, so <laughs> bear with me. Uh, Glenn Thompson says that Fauci should have joined him. <laughs> yeah, no Fauci, Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It was probably some Fauci guy but we shouldn't then. I, probably so, but we shouldn't use antibacterial soap on our hands. You're right. We should not. Because we I ha- have heard that, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to have some germs. Yes. We have to have some germs. Uh Tabitha doesn't shower or bathe. She that's sits right. up and there I in the mountains. And I have her pizza that's been sitting out for five days. <laughs> With her MREs, little mud rat. Um, this is my favorite from Facts You Didn't Know for this Friday, Paranormal Free-For-All Conspiracy Theory Friday. In 2013, Snapchat rejected Facebook's offer to buy the company for $3 billion. Guess what they were worth in 2021? $100 billion. You have somebody offering you $3 billion. That's got to be tough. Oh, yeah. Move ahead eight years later. Oh, yeah. We're worth $100 billion. Anthony said that he wished he had an MRE for breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lizzie says, and don't use hand sanitizer if you didn't know that already. Okay, next slide on this free-for-all Friday of information you may not have known as we get into some of those. And it is fascinating to find out information. And we're working with a slow hand today. Here it is. I found this to be fascinating, but then again, it comes from Stephen King. He was once hit by a van, so he bought the van and destroyed it to make himself feel better. Really? That came straight from Stephen King. He's an odd. I kind of, (laughs) he is, and he he lives in Florida on Casey Key. And he okay. owns half of the island. It's very interesting. I had no idea. Go there. Yes. <laughs> you can. See if you it can't looks like see the shining. I've been there. You can't see his house, but because we'll move it's on to the next slide, island. Joe. Um, <laughs> that is weird. I but mean, I've heard he's very nice. He visits all the local coffee shops and talks to people. And I've heard he's just the nicest person. With I one, that, huh? with one incredible mind. That's that is, right. That is sure. for sure. That's right. Envy that mind. All right. This is a badass bird. If I've ever seen one. During World War II, this carrier pigeon, its name was Cher Ami. Well, it was shot. It was blinded. Of course, this was a female because women are tougher than men. We know that. Continuing to move on with the pain. Leg was shot off, as you can see, missing as well. But that carrier pigeon was still able to deliver the message that it was sent to do and allegedly save the lives of 194 soldiers. Wow, that's amazing. That is hero. that is the hero bird, the badass bird. Um, love the fact that you get some of these things that go out there. Um, Aaron, going back to an elitist <laughs> celebrity that owns an island. Hmm. I've half, of an island. half of an island. Aaron. Half of an island. How about this? Could you ladies imagine wearing this? The world's most expensive watch. I wouldn't want to. A 201 carat watch worth $26 million. Don't you think they could make it a little prettier for yeah, I was thinking it's ugly, million? Dollars? <laughs> yeah. I would take it if somebody were going sure, to give it I'm looking at it right now going, huh. But it's not pretty. No. Yeah. But, that, I, but I'll take it too. 
I would just uh, never wear it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on. <laughs> that watch is hideous. I see. Pendy's right. That I, watch is hideous. It is hideous. I was like, oh my gosh, that watch is not, I mean, not so pretty. That's for sure. Um, Bill Gates has his, has this in his office, a cabinet containing 85 of the 118 physical elements of the periodic table. Why? I have no idea. Because he can. Because he can, and, and more things to kill us with. <laughs> Literally because he can. And it's Bill Gates. On the other side of the wall is the lab. I actually think that's very interesting. I've never seen anything like that. I never have either. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I wouldn't personally aspire to do this, but it is pretty neat. And I'm curious why he doesn't have all 118. Could he not get them? Apparently not. Yeah, I'm guessing he can't. Is he I, maybe that's why he was on Epstein's Island. He was looking for those elements he couldn't find. It is, but he yes, says not a cool display. I thought it was a pretty damn cool display It is as a cool well, display. Uh, to have that in. This one, be careful. <laughs> uh, I, I've been trying to look this one up. A 40-year-old no, no. a, a Las Vegas hotel cleaner allegedly stole a billionaire's used condom. <clears throat> She impregnated herself with it and then was able to sue and win child support. I can guarantee you she is not wow. the first woman to have thought of that. Well, living in America. <laughs> what? There you go. Tabitha. You hear all of these different celebrities saying, well, I don't know that woman. I've never met her. I mean, who knows what's going on? But I, you, you hear these weird stories like that every once in a while. Yeah. And maybe they were lying. Maybe they and never had met them. celebrities, but just women in general who want to trap a guy hey let's uh figure this out ourselves right oh my better god be careful, I, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> better be careful Vic. i think i'm all right oh, I'm <laughs> i think i'm gonna be just fine um but and is that really how our court system works you can yes. do that yes yes because how can you prove how can you really prove it how can you prove what? It's well, one person's word against the other. Right, because exactly. the girl had, you know, his you-know-what, and, and yeah, I won't go on about that. But, yes, how do you prove that? You don't. Um, I Yeah, I'm learning some things right there from some of our chat line about um, elements and how the air affects it. And, I mean, just imagine. Uh, could you A imagine? turkey baster. Oh, dear God. <laughs> How about oh, we just move on to the oh next one? Oh my God. Is that the last one? That was the last one. Oh my gosh. Why and, do we have to end on that one? And the, I <laughs> saved that one for last on purpose. Great. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. It really, it puts you, uh, it puts things, uh, oh my God, Jeannie called it his tadpole. Well, think about it. There's many ways you can get the tadpoles in there. And so how can you prove that your ta his tadpoles weren't there? It's all DNA. Wait a second. Did you say turkey baster first or did somebody else say Oh, that? Jerry said it. Oh, I just okay. was repeating him. I, I wish was I was that clever. Some things you don't have to repeat, Lizzie. Well, no, I'm I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree with uh, Michelle. Yes, nasty. Um, but it is one of those things where, you know, it's just, it was in the slides when we looked for this kind of free for all paranormal, um, all things go um, Friday that we have coming up and continuing on um, in our next hour. And um, it is interesting, and we had to set the stage for this. Um, this medium, we got a medium coming on. Um, we taped her yesterday, so you'll see us in different clothes. Um, so that's why we want to let you know about what's going on. And um, Tabitha already talked about her. Really, really cool, sweet woman. Um, Brittany Buckwalter is her name. She's also, believe it, from Missouri. And 
making a national name for herself. And so. she has a show, which will will be discussed during that episode. Yep, this so coming Saturday. We're going to talk about that. Um, it, it's a, I think it's a fascinating segment. I really do with this coming up. Um, Brittany, so we're giving you that we were trying to do it as a look live, as if you wouldn't have known from our shirts anyway, but Tabitha kind of gave it up during the show yesterday anyway. She slipped it. I saw Vic's face. Tabitha, pay attention. Said, You're not involved in the show. Because she, she said, well, it's going to be here tomorrow. And I look over at Vic and, and you cannot hide what Vic is thinking. And he's rolling his eyes, looking at her. And Tabitha's not paying any attention to him. It was really great. <laughs> she had no idea. <laughs> We're trying to keep some semblance of this actually an interview on being Friday, not Saturday. She's uh, at the St. Charles uh, Funny Bone tomorrow, Saturday. That's real. But I think tickets are sold out. She'll have more shows coming up. But um, she did want you to go ahead and um, check Eventbrite. Her name, Brittany Buckwalter at Eventbrite. Brittany Buckwalter at Eventbrite for some of her coming up shows. Um, it, it's it's really good stuff. Uh, also wanted to, so based, when we're going to go to a break, when we go to a break, we'll come back. You'll have Brittany. Like, subscribe, share the show. She covers a lot. Um, and to Mary Jo, yes, Brittany is from Palmyra. That is correct. Oh, did she already know that too? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. One of my friends, when I told her that we had Brittany coming on the show, was told, oh, I've been trying to do a reading with her. I was like, go figure. I find it all to be fascinating, despite whatever people feel about it. To me, it's fascinating. And Brittany, is, so she's a Missouri, she's a Missouri girl. Um, very, very, very busy. And just to give you a heads up, if you're not listening or watching every part of it, um, she's booked for the next six months. Like her schedule is booked. <laughs> she Solid. She's like, well, good luck getting an appointment. She's like, I'm already booked for the next six months. And I'm like, I don't even know how that's possible, but it is for the next six months. Um, so it goes to show where, you know, a lot of people's feelings are when it comes to the mediums. Now she's going to break down a lot of different topics. And the unfortunate thing is, so when you're watching, um, you, you, we love your chat and we love the continued live chat, but um, we can't ask her questions during the show since we taped that yesterday. We just want to make sure that you guys understood that um, as we move forward with everything with that coming up. So um, once again, Monday, we're going to do a reshow of our artificial intelligence for Memorial Day. We're going to take a break and we come back. We'll have Brittany up. And it's about a 45, 46 minute interview, something along that, that nature. Uh, I think it's a fascinating interview. Stay with us, like, subscribe, share the show, check it out. And of course, we are welcome to continue to make those comments as well. When she gets done, we'll come back on and we'll say goodbye. So um, check out our partners or sponsors. We're going to take a quick break. Back with Brittany Buckwalter right after this. You've waited, and now it's here, the unveiling of the latest Carroll House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke, with my sister Amy, inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new Lifestyle Collections are premium quality furniture, made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched, and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or Finder online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Happy Friday. We continue our paranormal free-for-all conspiracy theory Friday right now. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle here. Lizzie Sparks and Projo. We are so excited to have our new friend, Miss Brittany Buckwalter. She is, and I guess you've got a couple different names, but yeah. I saw you as the uncensored median. Medium. Medium, I'm sorry, but we also have small town psychic medium behind you as well. Yeah. I've had several names. Um, I think my favorite is metal medium. So. Oh, oh, oh. how'd you get that one? Um, I meditate to metal before I 
I do all my I oh, love that's it. wild. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now we had a medium on uh months and months and months ago. Shannon and, Rock. And Shannon Rock, mm-hmm. she called herself the Weedium. Yes. Are you familiar with the Weedium? No, I'm not familiar with her. Um, but your um Jill uh, let me know that there was another medium and uh, she had been on here before and I thought it was super cool. Her name just blew me. That was hilarious. Well, you guys are super, super popular when you come on. I've talked about it before. I am scared to death to even mess with this stuff <laughs> because I am convinced, even if people try to say, oh, there are some of them or most of them are fake or whatever. And I'm like, uh-uh, I've met too many people and nobody wants to deal with what people deal with. Nobody wants to wake up and go, oh my God, I feel this way, or I'm being told this, and I'm being told that. Now I got to worry about what people think about me. There is no doubt skills are there. There are gifts. There are talents that are there. Well, thank you. There's no doubt. I'm just not messing with it. <laughs> I'm not. My, in my Christian faith and my scripture, that's why I stay far, far away. But people want to know. And yeah. cancel, this is about letting people talk, letting people go out there, and then letting people decide whatever the heck they're going to do. Exactly. And, and Jill said that you were very popular mm-hmm. and we looked you up and you're super, super popular. And you have a show in St. Louis this weekend. I do. Tell everybody about your show. Super stoked about that. Uh, yeah, so it is going to be at the Funny Bone, 3 p.m. at uh, the St. Charles Funny Bone, not the uh, Westport one. And um, I'm excited about it mainly because it's an opportunity to um, incorporate what I've already been doing, which is comedy, with um, mediumship. And it's just, it's just a way to even and balance out the show because it's so emotional. And it's such a, um, you know, it's just such a deep subject. And so to be able to add some laughter in there, I think is, is super awesome. That would be an interesting show. Now, when you're doing your comedic routine, mm-hmm. do you often connect with people? Is that part of your routine? So no, I, actually there is no routine. It's oh, just, okay, okay. it comes out, it's funny, it's, <laughs> you know, um, some of the things that have been brought up that are like over, I mean, just, just a few weeks ago, I was in um, Springfield and we brought through uh, a lady's husband and he told me the color of a certain object that she keeps in her drawer. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> to prove that it no. actually was real. <laughs> wow. And she... Awkward. The rest, I know. And I, <laughs> I, I kind of led into it like, can I say this? And once I said the color, her eyes went like this. And it was obvious that she knew exactly what I was talking about without saying vibrator. But how did she... Without <laughs> did... say vibrator. But Brittany, how did she feel about knowing that that connection was there? Uh, I think at first she was a bit shocked and embarrassed and I I could see it all go through her mind. Eventually we got to closure and peace and I mean, you know, she was crying, but for a split second, it was like, oh my God, he can see when I do that. But that's not how it works for everybody. Just so you know, spirit doesn't just hang out (laughs) when you're doing uh, the dirty or going to the bathroom. What about about, uh, availability for tickets for tomorrow's show? There is some availability, but Matt just messaged me and uh, we are almost sold out. Wow. Good for you. That's now, awesome. Do you continue to have shows in the St. Louis area? I've had several shows. Um, or across the country, for that matter. We right. have listeners all across the country. Right, yeah, no, and I do, uh, mainly in the tri-state area, but um, the few places that I've done St. Louis shows have been um, hotels, and they just don't seem to be the right fit. And so when Funny Bone was like, heck yeah, let's do this, I was like, okay, 
they're really, I mean, it's real. There's somebody up there. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It would be so interesting. Where are you from? I'm from Palmyra, Missouri, which is just like 12 oh, yeah. miles west of Hannibal. But I've lived in Hannibal for like, you know, six, 17 years. So we have, have really good runners there. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> or they, you do. They, they do. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. yes. Yeah. And a lot not, of bad storms. They do have a lot of bad storms <laughs> and I am not one of the runners. But yeah. how, how old were you when you realized that you had a certain set of skills that you were connecting with spirits or people who have passed on? So I was four when I saw my very first spirit, which is just a crazy story, but uh, I was four years old. And, um, but you know, at age four, you don't think, oh, I have this ability. It wasn't until, and you know, I continued to see spirit all the way up until puberty. Um, and then once I hit uh, like 12, 13, I stopped. It stopped. There was nothing until about, you know, age 20. That's when my psychic ability kicked uh, back in. And then I didn't realize I was a medium until 27. So, wow. yeah, because it's such a subtle thing. And I, I believe that, you know, psychics, everybody in the studio is psychic because that was an ability that God gave us to keep us safe. It's just, you know, your gut feeling. It keeps you from doing stupid stuff. <laughs> and so that's what being psychic is. Some of us are just more in tune with that gut feeling than others. Um, but I believe mediums are born. And like I said, it was such a subtle uh, thing that I had been doing all my life that I didn't realize that I was actually communicating with spirit until somebody was like, dude. <laughs> I actually went to a, a show similar to the one that I'm getting ready to have. And I was sitting in the very back and there are like four mediums up front and everything that the mediums were saying, I was thinking like five or 10 minutes before they were saying it. And maybe not exactly, but like, you know, um, they would say Hawaii and five minutes ago I was thinking about a pineapple. I mean, just stupid stuff. And before I realized it, by the end of the show, I was like, I was reading people on either side of me, behind me. It was just the craziest situation. How did your family react when, obviously at some point you had to have a conversation yeah. that this is happening. What? How did they react? Oh, it was my... <laughs> My dad pretty laid back and um, it had several jobs leading up to this. And so I think in his mind, he thought this was just going to be another one of Britney's crazy ass brain ideas. I don't know what he thought, <laughs> but he was just like, okay. He literally said, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Whatever floats your funny. boat. Whatever yeah, floats that's your boat. funny. And so I'm like, yeah, all right. I don't think you get it, but all right. I'm not even going to try to go there. Uh, I told my mom, and I believe what she said was, you really think you can do that shit? <laughs> really can I say can that? On of course yeah, you, you can. you can say whatever a on a podcast. <laughs> Brittany, you're already talking about vibrators. Come on. <laughs> I vibrators and shit and doing like the dirty. <laughs> It's if you, all. If it's, you come to the show, that's what you'll. Get. It's all good in the cancel hood. That's it's, right. It's all right. <laughs> I love it. Hey, what about your uh, your fans? And you do have fans. You you know your mom clearly was a fan to find out when you told her she was asking those questions. Um, for lack of a better term, people swear by you, and they <laughs> feel as if um, all they do is do the quick research on you, and people swear by you. Um, they feel as if you've helped them connect with somebody that helps them get through whatever part of life that they're in at that time. I told you I'm not into it, but my God, watching Tabitha and Eric um, get readings and do readings and the feelings that it's given them, 
Uh, it's been remarkable. And I see the people, they swear by you and they go to their shows or they get readings by you. Hell, I ran into somebody like, you know, I, somebody last night, I said, I've got Brittany Buckwalter coming in. He goes, Vic, my wife is going to see her. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, okay, they're, case in point. Um, how does it make you feel? Because I guarantee you don't live what most people would consider to be some comfortable life talking to spirits. Right. Um, I used to, well, first of all, um, I want to say how um, unbelievable, I get emotional when I talk about it, how unbelievably, incredibly grateful I am for um, each and every person that stepped in my life and every person that follows, because without them, I wouldn't be here. But um, also, I, I feel so much gratitude. I just, it makes me tear up every time I think about my followers. Anyways, um, so life um, in the beginning, it wasn't quite as loud. Now that I've been doing it for, you know, so many years, uh, spirit's loud. And you're right. It's not quite as quiet and easy. Um, everywhere I go, I feel like I'm being asked to work. It's like I'm on salary, you know? So, like, I might not be getting paid to do a reading, but while I'm in line at Walmart and I'm telling this lady that her dead sister is proud of her, um, it's like, <laughs> all right, well, hopefully I'll get paid for that lady. Maybe not. I don't know. Just do what I do. You know, when it comes in, it comes out. That's and it's it. it's therapeutic for some people, you know. Totally. I mean, most people, you know, have lost family members, mm -hmm. you know, some more than others. And I know Eric, who he's not here, he lost his sister. And when he talked to Shannon Rock, I think it was very healing for him mm -hmm. to be able to talk to someone that could sort of pass on messages. And, you know, the way Eric explained it to me is, and, and the reason why he believed the reading was accurate is because they walked him through his sister's home. Yeah. Very accurately, something that no one would know. Right. And I mean, it's such a, I think, a, a awakening moment for so many people when they think, oh my gosh, you would never know this. That's my favorite part about doing this. And I kind of feel weird saying this, but it's the truth. My favorite is to read men to watch these big burly guys who come in like, you know, this lady is a quack and bring them to their knees. I'm like, ah, Vic, you're I in get trouble. excited about that. Yeah, like he I really very Catholic. He doesn't like I really portray myself as being some big tough. No. I've never done that. <laughs> ever, ever, Not ever. Not to those of us who know you know you are a big no, softie. No. Um <laughs> what can people expect when they get a reading with you? Well, my soul um my sole mission when I'm reading someone is to first bring through the evidence, which is kind of what sets me apart from other mediums because I'm evidence-based medium, which means before I give you the message and I tell you what they really want to hear uh, or what you really want to hear and what they want to tell you, I've got to find out for sure that I have who I say I have. And I can't do that without first giving you a body of evidence. So I usually go through, you know, three to six things in the beginning, um, male or female, what's the relationship? Uh, how did you pass? Give me a number. And that's another thing that sets me apart from just about any other medium that I know is that numbers are huge to me. So if you're going to come to my show, know your numbers <laughs> because what does that mean? What that means is, uh, so let's say I'm bringing up the number five, five could have to do with the fifth month of the year, which would be may. So I might say, why am I seeing five? Could it have to do with may? Was your loved one that they pass in, in the month of may is their birthday in may. Um, it, those numbers really anchor me. And I just mm -hmm. love to have, two or three numbers before I even move on. You can't fight numbers. I mean, you know, but I like to get into the nitty gritty stuff, the stuff that's not on Facebook. Um, 
it's not in an obituary to really prove who I have. So, uh, you know, things like what they what they uh, collected, um, what they did for a living, uh, something silly between the two of you. Um, and I brought up everything from uh, just the other day. It was a coin that a grandpa carried with a naked lady on each side. <laughs> The tails was the butt and the top. <laughs> and so that was really fun. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, and they actually buried him with that coin. Aww. So it was so cool to, to be like, yeah, he's still got that. He's still flipping that. Are you able to sleep? <laughs> I was going to ask her that too. I How does your brain shut off? Gummies. Yeah, well, oh, green, you should try the green light dispensary gummy. <laughs> there you go. They're a sponsor of our show, and we get a we have a weed Wednesday every week. What? Yeah, yeah, we do a weed Wednesday every every week, and just educating uh, men and women uh, of all ages. I mean, what's there? Wh- how you could use this? Maybe. Yeah. To do something that's more natural than the drug industry, yeah. And uh, and then if you have problems sleeping, we'll check out these indica gummies yeah. that we yes. have from Greenlight. Yes, because I'm assuming people come to you when you're trying to sleep and talk to you and tell you things and exactly. probably try to tell you to find people and yep. do different things is what I assume. Yeah, just last night I was, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to get into it and take your show in a whole other direction, but yes, that happens often. And um, I never actually until about three years ago. Um, it was horrific. I didn't sleep at all. I had insomnia like you wouldn't believe. My doctor prescribed me um, three or four different medications, and all of them made me wake up feeling horrible. I mean, I, it was better to just not sleep. And then a, a nurse friend of mine uh, said, you should really try gummies. And back in the day, I was known as like the weed Nazi. I'm like, no drugs. Drugs are bad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, calling weed a drug is like calling shit a cuss word. It just does not, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. not the same. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been getting sleep a lot better now, thanks to my Indica gummies. There you go, the Indica. We're talking with Brittany Buckwalter, and she is, as you see behind her, the small-town psychic medium, also the uncensored medium. Uh, you can check out her website, BrittanyBuckwalter.com. Once again, BrittanyBuckwalter.com. I love what's on the front page of your website. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unbelievable. Yep. What, what exactly on your wrist is the <laughs> eye that you, that you have? This is, um, yeah, it's just a... Like twisting weird. This is my eye. Just um, I, I actually got that over. I have a really weird um, condition called Keen's box disease, where I had to have three bones removed because the blood doesn't flow to my bones. But anyway, oh, wow, I'd never even heard of that. I know nobody has. It's it, guess what? It affects the lunate bone, the only bone in your body that is a moon shape. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> wow! Unreal! Yeah, and it's extremely. Well, that's great information. But that's it. That I got that to cover up that scar. But uh, I also always wanted it. But so it's just basically like, hey, you know, you know more than you you think and uh remember that because you know i'm just a human like everybody else and a lot of times i'll get you know gosh is this my psychic ability kicking in or is this my ego is this <laughs> what do you what do you say to detractors when we had shannon rock on we had a lot of listeners who feel that being a medium is very unchristian it's against the bible and there are a lot of people who are going to say tomorrow mm-hmm. when we talk about this yep. they're going to say well those are just demons coming through yeah. now i don't believe that but there are people who are always 50, going to say 50, that it was about 50 50 the last time we had, oh yeah it was to say it, absolutely so the so, so most of the listeners are highly supportive but some always have it. what do you say to those people because i know you have faced these questions before oh, yeah it breaks my heart, honestly. It, it really breaks my heart to think that um, someone would think that 
what I'm doing here is demonic, but uh, I guess I should first let you know that I grew up Lutheran. Um, Yay, Lutheran. We were, yeah, yeah, we were, <laughs> my dad was very involved in our church, and uh, I have St. Michael tattooed on my arm, <laughs> and so I, uh, Jesus is my homeboy, I love him, I believe in his story. Jesus is my homeboy, uh, that's great. My <laughs> We've been getting really close lately, um, but I truly believe in um, my faith. And so I think it's important for me to say it because a lot of psychics would say, well, no, I don't. And this is why. But I also feel that I'm a spiritualist as well. I connect with spirit. And um, my faith is in God is not wavered one bit at all because of what I do or who I am. It should be bolstered because now you know, like so many other people, that this life that we, we're living, this is not it. Yep, there is right. something more. It's beautiful. Um, here comes, this is my issue. So, <sighs> If we're not even talking about, you know, people that believe this is demons, we're just talking about skeptics. Skepticism is totally uh, healthy. You have to have skepticism. It's when you're cynical that it becomes an issue for me. When you refuse to even believe um, what somebody else is saying, you're just an asshole. So, <laughs> that is an issue. But if you're skeptical, I want you to be healthy and open and skeptical. With the Christian side of things, um, where I stand, and, and I don't really have a the opportunity to tell people this a lot, but where I stand is, like I said, I believe in God. What I what I have a hard time it with is the Bible. <laughs> I have a hard time with um, worshiping a book that agrees with um, slavery and genocide and you know <laughs> beating your wife if, and, <laughs> and bestiality, but vilifies um, psychics or prophets, which is exactly what Jesus was. So, that's where my issue comes in. And there are many parts of Scripture, um, you know, in confirmation I was given John 3.16. There are parts of the Bible that are beautiful, but I just look at the Bible as the Bible. That's exactly yeah, and, what it and is. Biblical Scripture, I mean, you've already seen them. You mm -hmm. know, there's, you know, there's countless verses not to consult with mediums. Right. That's that's where Christian faiths come in, and then people decide what they want to do or not. I told you, and I told you, I treat any medium like I treat anybody else, with respect. I don't have to go get a reading, right? but I don't also have to like go out and rip you, just right. like you wouldn't rip me and not yeah. go out and do it. It's like, hey, I do what I do, you do what you do from that standpoint. And that's what I love about society. I love when people have that view. Well, I, you should. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. People tear down what they don't understand and that or, shows what, or what they think they know, but they don't know. Mm -hmm. And then that's where the problem occurs. And that's why the conversations need to be had because don't you feel like truth will always mm -hmm. at least Prevail. show itself? Yeah. yeah. But and Vic, so what, what about you personally? What would it take for you to be a big believer, would you have to have probably nothing someone... because of my belief in scripture, and that's where I stand. Because then, like, I could ask the question back to you: What's it going to take for you yeah. to actually <laughs> follow scripture? I like that. you know. So it's one of those things. I just feel like if you're led, but to what it, if you had this aha you're moment? Going to go into it, um, Brittany could tell me I have so many people that want to talk to you. And I would not even open myself to it. So it wouldn't be fair to the skills that she has. Yeah. And I'm somebody who says, I believe 100% more so than not that people have skills. They're gifted with these skills. And then it's almost, you may call it a blessing now, but I'd almost feel like, could you imagine being you and having those experiences as kids? What the hell am I supposed to do? I'm standing in Walmart. Hmm. Am I supposed to tell somebody or not? I'm just trying to relax and 
try to enjoy this human existence that I have, I don't feel like it's, that's what makes me feel. Well, yeah, because it, oh my God, there are gifts there. My, my point stops. It's like, okay, there's gifts and there's skills and thank you God that I don't have those gifts and skills. (laughs) It would have to be overwhelming. But I'm not going to go overboard. It's not, it's not at all like the sixth sense. And I think a lot of people really truly believe that that's how it is. Now, when I was a kid, I will say it was much more frightening. Um, As an adult, there's a rapport and respect there between me and spirit. And um, they know when I'm with my kids, I am off the clock. Stay away from me. I can think of maybe five times uh, in the last eight years that I have you know, had to bring through spirit with my kids. And, um, how old are your children? Uh, seven and nine. Oh, do they, do they know that mom's special? Oh, they, (laughs) they'd say special ed, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. When my son was two, uh, I'll I'll never forget. We were laying in bed and he said, mommy, who's that man over there? And I couldn't see the man. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, the chill factor. Yes. (laughs) I get the chills just now. And then my daughter, um, when she was four, my ex-husband was baking a pizza to bring home uh, in his lunchroom at his work. He was going to surprise me because I love pizza and I didn't, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have to make dinner. So he threw a pizza in and finished cleaning up everything um, before he came home. And when he got home, he walked in the door and my four-year-old walked up to him and she said, Daddy, where's the pizza? And he hadn't told me or anybody else that he was making a pizza. And he was like, oh, my God, I left it in the oven. And so he could have burnt down his entire building had my psychic little four-year-old not come in and said, where's the pizza? So the gift's been passed on. I believe it has, which is kind of scary. I don't let her know that she knows so much. Do you know any other moms and daughters or adults and their children that may have gifts like that? I, 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 not closely or personally, I have a few students, um, who they have the gift and I think that they think, or, you know, their children do have the gift, but, um, you know, not closely. Do you both talk to the spirits at the same time? Like, would they talk to you both? Um, London, my daughter, she is, hasn't come to the mediumship realm. So I, I don't, I mean, I haven't seen her deal with that, but she is probably the most brilliant psychic I've ever seen. I mean, and not saying something after you've had this exactly. Your entire life. Well, just the other night, uh, we were laying in bed upstairs in her room, and she said, um, "Mommy, I just closed my eyes and I saw a big glass falling down the stairs." And I thought that was weird. I got up to get another glass of wine, so I had to go downstairs. And one of the kids had put um, one of my glass cylinders that had like fancy stuff in it on the step. I kicked it, and it exploded. And so wow. that was the glass that she wow, saw break. Yeah. And I didn't even know it was there as dark, you know. So, yeah, she's she's going to give me a run for my money. <laughs> Do you ever deal with a situation where you're walking and you walk in somewhere or you meet new people and you, you get things quickly, immediately, things that you want to say, maybe things that you're not supposed to say, and then you're just left going, what do I do here? Exactly. All the time. Or all. E- And even things that may not be so great. Yeah. I- yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I was uh, working as a waitress and this was before I found out that I was a psychic or a medium, but um, I was sitting next to one of the other waitresses after a long night and uh, her grandfather had come through and um, he had told me that he was sorry for molesting her. And I mean, I'd worked there for like three days and I'm like, Oh my God, do I tell this girl that he's sorry? You know, I eventually ended up telling her and you know, she's like, Oh my God, how did you know? Like, I don't know. But yeah. Did that give her peace that he was sorry? Yes. um, 
she, she said that it gave her peace that he was on the other side still feeling bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand no, that yeah, one. No, yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, whatever, as long as it helps. But yeah. if that, that whenever you, you say that, that makes me question. I'm always questioning. I absolutely 100% believe there is more to this life. Mm-hmm. There is more after this life. Yeah. We're, we're energy and our energy continues on in some capacity. But then you also wonder, well, someone like that, who was a molest, you know, molester, who mm-hmm. knows what he did to his granddaughter, they make it to the other side too. So right. he's not in hell. He's uh, but we where don't, all the other but people But we are. don't know. That's just it. Can how, he communicate how do we, from hell? But how do we know where that spirit is communicating from? Well, I've never, and I've done, oh my gosh, probably 7,000 readings. I have never ever had a spirit walk up to me and say, hi, I'm Joe from hell. Yeah. Um, and I've never seen like flames or anything like that. I've worked on previous projects where I had to communicate with serial killers and, um, you know, they come through just like your mom or your dad would. Uh, so for me, there's no different, you know, it's, it's, I can only, um, give you my philosophy and that's based on what I've experienced. And so far what I've experienced is there's one afterlife. I had a lady um, asked me to come in one time just randomly. She owned a place called Carlox Cars in Hannibal. And she said, I found out what you did. She sent me a message on Facebook. She said, I was wondering if you would come in and talk with me. And I thought, this is bizarre. <laughs> I thought she was just trying to get a free reading or something, which whatever, you know. So I go in, she shows me to her office and I sit down and she said, Brittany, where do you think... Hitler went when he died. <laughs> and I'm like, hell? <laughs> and she said, no. He was sent here to show us what evil is. If he wouldn't have been here, we wouldn't know right from wrong. She said, he gave up his soul to show us what pure evil was so that we would know in humanity, you know, as humanity, in humanity, how to act and how not to act. And um, that was literally the only reason she brought me there. And I truly feel to this day that that was something, that was something that I was supposed to internalize. And, and it just made such an impact on me because, to be honest, like I said, I've never had anybody come through and say they're from hell. I get With, the line of thinking in her mind. Yeah. I get, well, yeah, I get the line too. Line of thinking. But if you also study evil and if you believe anything with scripture, the devil doesn't come as something evil. And That's nasty. right. It comes as everything something you want. that you want, mm-hmm. which leads me into the question, do you ever think for maybe critics that um, may say, well, how do you know, or people who are inquisitive or just curious, how do you know you're not speaking with demons? Before I tell you that, I do have to say one thing. Um, if that were my, I want nothing to do with the devil. I don't even. You've made that clear, I think. The yeah, fact yeah. that that's in my mouth and just, I even said that word makes me sick. Um I don't even like to talk about anything evil, to be honest with you. I'm a big wuss. Uh, I'm like, (laughs) if that's real and you want to believe in it, you go right ahead. But I'm over here in La La Land and that doesn't exist over here. (laughs) Um, And and so, you know, if if the devil is going to appear in things that I want, well, he sure has been given all of us a lot. He gave you your wife. He gave you your husband. He gave you your, I just, mm -mm, nope, I'm not going to believe that there's evil in anything good. But, um like I said, I've never communicated with anything dark, um, to my knowledge. And there was this, this, another reason why I got Archangel Michael tattooed on me with the cross, because I'm like, I just want to mark myself. I right do. Now. I do love that. I wondered if that's, that's why you had that. Yeah. I can see why you did that. I'm not effing around. <laughs> I'm not letting anything dark in over here. Um, and Shannon Rock, when we, the medium, we talked to her, she said the same thing, you know, yeah. as a matter of fact, she said, at did no she point, have a, she had a, 
no, Arch- no, Michael no, 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 she didn't. Oh. But she said no dark spirit had ever, uh, you know, approached her, talked to her, or anything. It was always positive and light and things like that. And I know people that have had that happen. In yeah. fact, one of my best friends, that's what she does. She removes attachments. So when we get together, it's like, I don't want to hear anything about what you did at work. Let's just hang out <laughs> because it's terrifying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I know a lot of people who have dealt with that. I get all kinds of messages throughout the year. Hey, I think somebody has an attachment. Um, can you help us with that? No, What's an call a priest. <laughs> uh, something dark, demonic is what I would assume. I... I won't even educate my, I, I'm just, you know. Try to but, keep it out of your mind. Mm-hmm, yeah. But you do believe evil exists. I don't want to say it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because without say saying it, it yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Of course. Because I'm just like, uh-uh. I if you it. say it and you think about it and you mm-hmm. let it in, that's why oh. whenever we talk about scary stories, sometimes outside of the show, I try not to even talk about it. I don't even want to You don't want to let it, it in. In yeah. my head. Yeah, yeah. I, I one time went to this um, metaphysical fair and it was right after I'd found out I was a psychic medium. And uh, I saw somebody doing something called Reiki, which I don't know a whole lot about. But um, I thought, you know, I'm going to try this. I've heard there's some really great healing properties to this. So I gave the lady my $25 and I sat down in the seat and she came behind me. She said, I can't touch you. I said, why? She said, the biggest angel I have ever seen in my life is standing over you. I will not be able to break that barrier. Wow. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's, that's, well, <laughs> that's okay. the chill factor. Then I'm like, can I get my money back? <laughs> right. <laughs> is, is Reiki like yoga? No, no, I don't know. It's I not know. like yoga. But not it, like it involves yoga. stones. Vic yes. and I know somebody who practices it. Yes. It's a form of he- uh, holistic healing, you know, um, and without having to touch you. So okay. kind of like EFT or um, uh, uh, what is the acupuncture without the needles? Okay. It's what I've been told. Got it. <laughs> but I am not a specialist and I don't know. Yeah, We're, we'll have to have our friend come in Yeah, who, who practices. We're talking with Brittany Buckwalter. She has a show tomorrow, Saturday, over at the Funny Bone St. Charles. Unfortunately, it may all be sold out. You may be able to look somewhere and get some tickets. Uh, and if not tomorrow, look her up. Um, does your website have future shows listed yet? Um, or- actually, if you follow me on eventbrite.com. Um, if you go on there and follow me, you'll get you'll be the first to be alerted for for everything. The time goes by so 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 fast as we're learning, and 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 our audience is very captivated by you too. Oh, cool! What you talked a little bit about earlier, but if somebody wants to try this out or like something's bugging them and they really want to see if there's something for them, like a private reading, yeah, like a private even yeah, even though I wasn't crazy about it. Um, if they wanted to get in contact with you, what can, what can, how can you help them? So I'm actually booked for the rest of the year. Um, that's a, that's a pretty, good for yeah. you. But, <laughs> wow. But, uh, as of, as of right now, my messaging system is open. It will be turned off soon cause I can't keep up with it all, <laughs> but you can message me and um, we can get you set up, uh, should there be a cancellation or something like that. But if you don't get in with me, um, I would just like for you, you to make sure that when you set up a reading with a psychic, please check to make sure that they have a website, first of all, because if they're paying, you know, $12.99, 20 bucks a month or whatever for a decent website, um, they're putting, you know, effort into their ability and they believe in it. Second, check them out on Facebook, read their uh, reviews, make sure before you give them money that <laughs> that they are, um, you know, legit, because just like you know, swindling doctors and lawyers, there are swindling mediums and psychics. So just make sure you check them out. That's what I would, would recommend. Tabitha, anything else? 
I hope we get to have you come back sometime. Yeah. You know, because I, I, there's so many questions, so many questions to ask and never enough time to ask them because it's so fascinating to me. The, the aspect We've of... We've been talking for almost 30 I minutes. Know, but over just, <laughs> it's just overwhelming to me because just the, the aspect, of, like I said, it has to be overwhelming to you because you can't help everybody. That is the hardest part. And people come through to you on both sides, people want, who want help, people on the other side who want you to give messages and pass along. All I'm sitting here thinking about is how overwhelmed you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> I take a, a really good antidepressant. So I have a great doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a joke. So my, <laughs> my boyfriend would say the same thing. He's just like, every, every day, at least once a day, he's like, you are so overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm so sorry about how overwhelmed you are. But I mean, you get used to it. Your, your body. But, the, but think about how many people on the other side, if you believe it, are trying to reach out all at once. They all have messages. They I have all want to talk. Right now. Six. That's why. What does that mean? It means I have six spirits that are interested in speaking right now with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yes. it's Okay, so is it anybody in this room yeah. that is doing that? Is it a male or a female that they're reaching out to? Well, I know that we don't have a whole lot of time, and so I don't want to get started on something. And no, you have, you can, I mean, we have time for that. We do. <laughs> I have. Um, I just don't want to hear if all six are for me. <laughs> and they what? probably are. She's not, she's knocking them all off right now. <laughs> well, if it is for you, you got to at least tell me. Um, I do want to say, though, on that, before I do anything like that, a lot of people will be like, how come you can get, um, you know, what my dead grandma said last night to me in my mind, but you can't get the lottery numbers. That is like, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said that shit, I would be, I would not be here. Yeah. You would have a lottery. Right. Right. That's self-serving. I would. I would be on a beach. That's just uh -huh. wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. but people do it all the time. But to me, that would be like um, saying to a teller, well, how come you don't just take all the money in the vault and run? Why are you just okay with your $15 an hour? <laughs> because there's a reason, there's a reason that we don't do things. There's a method behind why spirit is making sure that we only get, um, you know, the very limited amount of information that we get. There's a reason that we have to work for what we work for, uh, because if we didn't, they wouldn't have someone speaking for mm -hmm. them. So there is a female coming through. She's mother-like, mother, -like, mother uh, or grandmother-like. She keeps bringing up um, the hope sign, which is usually cancer for me. And it's really weird because uh, she showed me the 21st and then she showed me April. So there's going to be, these are probably two different, two different things. So like the fourth of a month or April, the 21st or the, the age 21, something with 21. There's some connection there. Um, and then she keeps showing me Colorado. So I don't know if somebody's planning a trip there or if they recently went there or I love looking at Vic because he's like, nope. Uh-uh. No, I mean, nope. I'm, just, I'm thinking. I'm well, like, you always try to think, you know, and it's funny you say that. I don't, and I'm not saying that's why it relates to me because 21 and April does not. But one time I had a dream about my grandmother. And in my dream, she came to me and I'm like, Grandma, where have you been? We've been looking for signs of you. And she said, I've been in Colorado. <laughs> and we funny. kind of laughed because we're like, that's so weird because my grandma never talked about going to Colorado. But it was so weird in the dream She's like, oh, I've been in Colorado. Now I'm back. I'm like, that was so weird. Okay. So this is your yeah. grandma, without Isn't a that? doubt. <laughs> and she's definitely confirming. <laughs> she's definitely in the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely confirming for you that uh, that dream was real. She did come to you. I see. I, and I believe in that stuff. I think people come to you in your dreams. Mm -hmm. I really do. I wish they would come to me. Vic's looking dreams. at me like, yeah, right. right? No, yeah. not, I'm taking it all in. I don't ever. Yeah. I've never. I'm. 
maybe one time had a dream about a loved one. But Isn't that something it's I do all amazing. the time? Do you have any connect? Um, do you know for sure if she had a slow passing? So this wouldn't be instant. It wouldn't be like fell down the stairs and broke a hip. It would be like, um, um, well, she was 91 years old. Okay, you and know, there were and two different factors leading up to her passing. So, yeah, I mean, it, if it's my grandma, she was 91 years old. She lived a, you know, a very good, healthy life. But during COVID, things got a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And my mom had to have surgery. And we couldn't take care of her because she was starting to get a little bit of dementia. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she that. ended up yeah. being in a nursing home, you know. But but it was just uh, old age, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I would consider that slow passing. Yeah. Sure. Um, and there, well, there's probably two different factors um, with her passing. We won't get into that. But somebody somebody has cancer or is <laughs> is going to get it or battled it and then was healed. Does that her make- husband had cancer? He had uh, bladder cancer and prostate cancer. I think it started bladder and the traveled. And, he, and but he's on the other side. Yes, okay. and he did heal though. But this so, isn't. Oh, okay. It's not for him though. This is for a female. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't. And I think I it's breast. It so. Just uh I hope it's not me. I need my boobs. Go no. <laughs> go get them slammed. But <laughs> go get them checked. I need both of them. I need yeah. both of them, God. No, okay. I don't I, I, I'm not a hundred percent for sure um exactly where that's but you know what? In. But sometimes things come through and then two months later yeah. it's like, Oh you're exactly right. Oh, yep. I remember what happened. And yeah, so you time can, to get a mammogram, ladies. Yep, you can say, you know, no, that couldn't have happened or can't be real, and then two months later that's when it right. happens, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still alive today. Yeah, and, if you, and Jill is out in the our salesperson. Jill is out in the Carroll House Lounge, asking if that person is still alive or not. Yeah, I believe that the person who has breast cancer or uh, a chest cancer, so this could be lungs as well, um, is still alive. I think you're talking about my mom. Oh, really? I I do like the way you're explaining. But who's Who's communicating with you? See, that's the thing is... If you talk, Jill, go get closer to the mic. I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. Is she still battling it right now? Yes. Okay. So, there would be a male figure that comes through with that information. That's... So, there's actually two males that come through with that information um, that aren't related to your grandmother. So... And I feel like this is father and grandfather or father... There's like... They're showing me the number two. So definitely her grandpa, her dad, my grandpa. Um, and is it, I mean, I don't know for sure. I mean, I know there could be some younger ones too, but I, I, um, <laughs> I, do you know how, where she's at with her diagnosis? She has incurable stage four lung cancer. Um, she has an extremely rare mutation. Um, she's been, she was put on um, like a, it was a just out of the trial kind of drug that was supposed to prolong her life for 12 months. And knock on wood, she's about at 40 months since that happening. She's had a third of her lung removed. Um, she has an, um, a tumor that butts up oh. against her heart that they can't do anything with. So the reason that I asked that is because death is death is between you and God. I am not allowed to intermingle yeah. with when someone will pass. Um, but I will tell you that I felt that um, by the, his, her father saying over and over again, I'll be here, I'm with her, I'll be here, I'm with her, tells me that okay. she... It's okay. Yeah. 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 So he also says to say happy birthday. So the number two, she was born in February. Perfect. Yeah. Aww. So that would be That's who, so sweet, who he wanted to. Yeah. But um, I don't know who this birthday is for. 
Um, my he, mom is February. Uh, yeah, no, but that there's a birthday like that just happened or that will be happening. Oh, um, um, what, where are we? We're May. Um, I mean, like there's there. I have a huge family. So. Okay, you'll figure it out when you get off what's, of here. What's the what's the number or whatever? Eighteenth. The eighteenth. Um, let me think about it. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Numbers are hard. That's I call it psychic amnesia when you're in the audience and you're in front of like 300 people and you get a microphone no in doubt. your mouth. Oh, no. Right. You're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That happens on birth. anything in life. Yep. You get a microphone. Absolutely. Yeah. In your and mouth. so it's like really it sucks for psychics because we're well, standing up there like. <laughs> yeah. And numbers are hard because they can be things oh. you're not that are not at the top of your mind. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask me right now when my grandma's birthday is, it's like I, I know, but I would really have to think about it. Okay. So wait a minute. My mom's mom just turned 90 on the 18th of March. Perfect. Okay. So just, just tell her happy birthday. I think that there was probably some cheating or um, an alcohol issue, something along those lines. With him? Yeah. Um, so it never seemed like that, but you know how when you're growing up, your grandpa always has a beer in his hand? Yeah. And I think that, yeah, there was probably some like mm-hmm. aftermath of that. Well, the reason that I say that is because he says, I'm sorry with the happy birthday. Aww. So um, you might just tell her happy birthday. Also, I'm sorry. And it's kind of funny because I get the feeling that he's like, can you uh, go apologize to her so that when she does get over here, we can like hang out again? (laughs) Hey, Jill, didn't you tell me that your mom was the one that was absolutely did not want you to do this today? (laughs) She um, is watching my kids. And up until midnight, we argued last night because she didn't want to watch them to condone me coming here. Isn't that ironic? It is. Maybe that's why the message is coming through so clear. Uh It's a message to your mom. Absolutely. And and we will definitely um, bring you back if you want to. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, we could talk to you for an hour. Oh, really? Yes. Many hours. Um, So interesting. We have people that are having to get other places right now that are working on the show. Um, But we didn't expect to go this long, which I'm sorry. No, no, this was was great. We could keep going on and on and on. This is wonderful. And with that, I mean, but with that being said, people can, if they're, this is what's for them, if this is their cup of tea, if this is what they want, obviously you have a show tomorrow, it may be sold out. And for people can still try to get tickets, but they can go to your website at uh, BrittanyBuckwalt.com. Dot com. I don't have I don't have my tickets listed on there right now, but if you go to Eventbrite.com yeah, and search up my name uh, and follow me, you'll be alerted. You'll get emails um, anytime there's something coming up. Brittany, we appreciate the time with you today. Thank you um, for being willing to come in and see that just because it's not for me that we are respectful and we're respectful you of are. everybody and we try to learn. You're I've always felt that if you don't know about something or learn about it, then you can decide what you want to do, but yeah. show respect always. Yes, absolutely. And I'm the same way. Yep. And uh, we appreciate you, Brittany. Have an, an awesome honor. weekend. Thanks for coming in to the cancel this studio. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's Brittany Buckwalter. Thank you. And so there you have it, guys. Um, we're back coming in and... Um, we hear something, Joe. I, I think we still hear the interview. I think in the we background. hear the, rec- the recording, maybe. Yeah, yeah there, there we it go. goes. We stopped that. So we appreciate everybody jumping in with us. Um, um, so there you have it from the medium standpoint, um, regardless of your feelings on where it is on Fridays. We just we do a little off the wall, um, whatever it is that we're trying to do um, when it comes to whatever the topics may be. We're going to continue to try to come up with different topics as well. I was reading the comments. You guys are brutal. <laughs> What, why do you say they were brutal? 
Well, you mean because they don't agree with you? No, 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 no. And it has nothing to do with me. What you, well, I'm not the medium. Okay. Well, what do you mean that? I'm just saying that the comments were brutal. But okay. But if we say that, what? Yes. What? Like, what is brutal though? Well, I think. I mean, if there's specific examples, let's. I mean, I was like, well, it, because well, and it's like I brought up to Brittany yesterday. You know, I brought up the a, comments, and I didn't think it's they were a brutal, very. But maybe I'll keep an open mind to. It's a very sensitive topic for a lot of people because there's a lot of people who believe that having this ability to a lot of people, for one, don't think it's real, <clears throat> and then there are people who think it's real, but they think it's demonic spirits that are coming through and not your loved ones, and and I understand that perception. A lot of people just have a lot of different, very strong views when it comes to psychics. And for so me, then you shouldn't be surprised then if somebody disagrees. Oh, I totally expected the comments that I have seen on the comment line. I 100% expected it. And that's why when we had Brittany in, I asked her about the whole demon aspect, as we also asked Shannon Rock when she was on with us, the medium. I don't think you're going to find mediums that say, yes, I deal with demonic spirits. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably that would not be a good selling point. Um, but, 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 but this is the, this is the catch 22 for me with a lot of things in life. And it is, it's as easy as things are in life. They're not, you're given a gift and you know, something's different. You just don't, I mean, I'm telling you, as I told her, most of them, you know, that something's different. You're not making this stuff up. Okay. So I have this gift. What do I do with it? And I notice things about people. If you listen to scripture, you, you leave it dormant. Um, and then it's, I can only imagine the inner battle and how hard that is and the peace or lack of peace that's there. Uh, Paul says real mediums will not change money. They'll want to help people for free. And Glenn, I asked if it was heaven, purgatory, and I don't guess anyone knows, you know, because I asked, okay, well, we have evil people with good people, you know, that can communicate with Brittany. And so obviously, are they in the same place? I mean, all we can do is speculate. We don't know. Um, yeah. But if and, you believe that there's, an, I, I absolutely 100% believe there is more to life than what we experience. Well, yeah, but you don't need a here medium. In these lives. But you don't need a medium to no, show you and, that. No, I agree. And I've never went to a medium. I've never had, other than Shannon Rock, which we did as part of the show, I've never talked to a psychic or been in any, any part of any of these types of discussions. However, I do think it's interesting that some people will be very spot on. And, and I'm always thinking, well, how would they know that? How are they so spot on? There has to be something to it because, you know, they use psychics a lot of times and mediums when it comes to solving crimes. And some of mm -hmm. them have been absolutely correct. And I further than I think some it would have be, I guess, and some have and, and most have not. But the fact is, is even if there's only one out of 100 that has been correct, it's still is it a guess are they really getting this message? And I also agree, I do agree with Brittany that we all have this ability to to use our brains in different ways, could use it also our energy be, in different ways. Could it be titled intuition? It could be, because we all know people have premonitions all the time. We have deja vu. How do you explain deja vu? Yeah. I mean, to me, this goes along with all of those other things that are we're, we're capable of so much more then we know, we just don't know how to harness it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I just didn't know. Um, I mean, we, you get ripped, I get ripped. Um, Eric gets ripped. Um, Lizzie never gets ripped. Uh, oh, I get ripped. Um, I do. But I don't, I didn't think the comments against it were brutal. I did. I, most of the comments that I saw were faith-based comments scripturally based comments. So that's why that's why I asked you the question in the first place to have good quality discussion 
where you go back and forth and all around. And um, I'm like I said, I, I'll talk and Brittany does what she wants to do. And Well, absolutely. And that's why I kind of wish that we would have had live comments then because I was trying to think of what will listeners say? What will they ask well, her? Well, stop saying you wish you had this and wish you well, had that. Brittany it... can never have, she couldn't do anything live. Oh, I understand. I understand. And we, we do what we do. But I don't really think there was any. I mean, she explained everything in great detail. It yes, was she did. Forty-seven freaking yes, minutes. Um, that's all. I mean, there was nothing more. I think she could have explained. I mean, I I got her. I, I agree, know who and she I is. think we asked all the most pertinent questions. And I know what she's about. And um, <laughs> Glenn, I think people are afraid of them too because as Christians, they believe there's just a heaven and a hell. Some Catholics believe there's a, a purgatory, and they just think that this realm of a medium is bringing in something that isn't necessarily God, and since Scripture talks about it, that's what I got off the chat line, is that people were leery to even dive into it. And I and I get it, but it's not like it's a Ouija board. For me, personally... I believe it is. See, I, and, and, I, and that's why I said everybody's so divided, and people who are divided usually have such strong beliefs. I do not believe for one minute that it's demons uh, talking to Brittany or any other psychic mediums. I'm not saying it can't be demons because she said that herself, that there are people she knows so which are you saying that, that do deal with demonic spirits. So, so I think if, I really do. Is it think, demons or not? Or can demons go? I think it's both. I think okay. that people can hear but messages you from what's what. your loved ones. And I think people can hear messages from demons. And I also understand the, I think I completely that's understand swimming with sharks. It is. And I completely understand that what so many people say that demons want you to think that it's your mother or your brother or your family. It's, but it's, it's all just speculation. We don't know. We just don't know. The only thing that I see when I look at the whole matter is scripture telling us to stay away. And the only other thing, and I was trying to be respectful. The Bible is not all about bestiality. The Bible is not all about slavery. It, you've got to take things in context, and you also look at New Testament. Um, there, it's just sometimes it's you can't just take one thing from one part of time and say, "Well, I'm not going to do it because of that." Right. That, I, that means yeah. you have to eliminate. All, if you say you don't believe in the God, then you can't put a tattoo on yourself of Saint Michael the Archangel. She did say she believed in God. No, but you here's the problem. What does believe mean? And this is the issue. You can say, "Well, I believe in this and I believe that," but I don't believe in God's word. Right. I'm with you, Vic. You I believe that the, the Bible is 100 percent true. Yeah, I don't think she the, the parallels. And I really like her as a person, but the parallel there, I'm but like, there's a lot of people, you can't say, I believe in God, but I don't believe in the Bible. There's a lot of people out there who believe the Bible was written and rewritten and rewritten and over the many centuries that it was changed. Yeah, and it what it says now isn't what maybe it originally said oh, no, it's, or what was the intent of the people God, who wrote it. Yeah, but it's God inspired word and you can't just say, well, I'm not going to listen to the Bible. Well, what are you going to, it's the cafeteria mentality. Well, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take that. You can't, unfortunately. And that's where I, that's the only, the only aspect that she lost me with, but I wanted to be respectful to her and give her her chance to talk about who she is and what she was yesterday. And that's kind of where the whole situation came. But once again, it's always, I mean, it's, it's a talker. It's a talker for sure. Um, and we, I just try to live by the golden rule and not commit any sin. And I just leave it at that. Try. <laughs> I, I, <know. laughs> I try. So, I, I that's a 
we don't have time to get into all of that, but um, we're grateful for those of you who stayed with us, watched today, jumped in uh, to the conversations as well. Um, it's Memorial Day weekend. We hope you guys have a blast. We love what we're doing here at Cancel This. Please check out our partners, uh, all the partners page if you get a chance. If you need any products, if you need any goods, check out, see if there's anything that our partners provide, or at least you can check out, let them know you heard about them on Cancel This. That helps us out, helps us continue to do what we're trying to do. That's for sure. You can always donate as well, canceltheshow.com. If you're on a laptop, you can click on the menu or you can do it by a cell phone and you go to menu and it's right there as well. Um, we appreciate that. Um, we're catching up with everybody else who's jumping on the show. Monday, we're going to do an AI show. Um, we will not be in the studio. Um, we'll have the day off. We'll be back Tuesday. Um, we have uh, an amazing cardiologist coming in. Uh, I, I do want to talk to him about myocarditis. Absolutely. I, I mean, so. And it's a segment we're looking at starting and doing more. Uh, I love it with this cardiologist about That's what's great. happening with health and, and a variety of topics. Will he be in studio? He'll be live in studio. Just with in us. case I need him, I'm, I might need him. That's not even any fun. one of us at any point. <laughs> now, need now you sound like Joe. So come on, pro Joe. We don't need <laughs> pro Joe and Tab needing the doctor. Um, so everybody, have an awesome weekend. We appreciate you. Whatever you're doing, be safe. Uh, anything else to remind people of? Other well, than to have a good weekend. Yes. And remember what the weekend exactly. is about. As we're barbecuing, remember those that died for our freedoms. We wouldn't have this weekend and we wouldn't be free without them. Isn't that the truth? Well said. Guys, have a great day. It's cancel this, cancel this show.com. That does it for this May 26th podcast. For Pro Joe, Lizzie Sparks, and Tabitha Hassel, I'm Vic Faust. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>